Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast lore behind the Mass Effect games. Specters, welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with Sam and Seven the Legend, like usual. Sam, welcome back to the show. How's it going? It's going. It's going. Uh, I am looking forward to the weekend, looking forward to discussing more Mass Effect with our patrons, and we have some scenario that we'd like to run by people, and this is going to be fun for our listeners, too, who can just think alongside for the thought experiment. Yeah, I would love to hear if our listeners come up with anything of this thought experiment that we didn't come up with. If they come up with any brilliant ideas and we're like, oh, my God, that totally makes sense. Why wouldn't you think of that? Let us know. Uh, But here we're going to welcome go get ready to unmute. I'm going to name everybody and then you are all going to make your best Reaper sound at the same time. Here we go. We've got Turbo Toboggan, Ed Boy, Big Bills and G-Man all joining us again on the count of three. Unmute and make your best Reaper sound. Here we go. One, two, three. Spooky repo noise. I need to uh, cut that, Sam, and use that instead of our other Reaper sound from now on. Whenever we yeah, that'll be that'll be perfect for indoctrination week. Yeah, Yeah, that'll be amazing. (laughs) Wow, creepy Reaper noise. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. This is a small little group this week. We've had a bunch of patrons who I guess just can't make it. Maybe they're busy with life, or I don't know. Maybe they didn't have the right plan for when the Reaper showed up, and the Reapers have showed up or something. Because that's what we're talking about. So the concept today is you're living in Mass Effect in the future. It, at the exact date, I forget what the exact date was, the exact date that the Raper, Rapers, not the Rapers, the Reapers, let me, be, let me be clear about that one, the Reapers show up. That was, this is almost as, as good as your Nailed slamming it. ass comment from Oh, that, that was, this, this is your slamming this ass moment. This is my moment. slamming ass moment. The, yeah, oh, wow, the Rapers, nice. The Rapers, done. so if the Rapers show up, what are you going to do? No, so this is the concept. Oh, and welcome also, Spectre J just joined us. Spectre J, welcome to the show. So you're just in time. The concept is... The Reapers are showing up. You've got barely any warning. What do you do? How do you handle? What is your Reaper scenario plan 
this is kind of like having a zombie apocalypse plan or something like that, right? So you can be as creative as you want with this, but it still has to make some sense with who you are now, but you'd be living during that time frame. So in the future, does that all make sense? Does that make sense, Sam? We're good with that? I didn't yeah. confuse yeah, it too I much. That's, I think that's good because I think it's just focused enough and it's not too broad. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So who would like to start us off? Turbo, do you want to go? I see that you're unmuted. Are you ready? You ready to talk? Yes. Uh, I'm going I'm to be very basic about this because I have no training, nothing. Even if I lived in Mass Effect time, uh, I'd be very basic, maybe have an Omni tool so I could talk to other people, I'd, just like that. I would hide. Uh, I, I, I would I, I would run, find the least populated area, uh, area like, they, like they said, go in the middle of the bayou, something like that. I would hide until I think like the, the like the burning map thing, like where, like when the blood or wherever where, <laughs> the map, the, when the, you have a map and the yeah. thing swarmed by, right. I wait until that swarms by, pop out, loot the, the, the stores and stuff like that for grocery stuff. And I would just wait and wait and hope for Shepard because there's been tales of Shepard that have reached across the galaxy because everyone knows who the Shepard is. Yeah. And yeah. just hope that he does something and doesn't d- 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 just doesn't fail. He can save pick us, his ending. Save us the fail. Shepherd. Yeah. Sam, how much how much time do you think people got for warning that the Reapers were coming? None. So I like mean, if if the highest tiers just of a line showed up yeah if the highest tiers of alliance uh military uh were all gathered in one place as well as uh the entire systems alliance parliament in arcturus station Mm -hmm. and even if if even they were surprised yeah yeah i don't think we're getting any warning at all right because if you think about the beginning of mass effect 3 everyone's like what is happening and all of a sudden reapers are right there right yeah what the hell is going on right so there's no warning okay so turbo with no warning and I don't know if you live, you probably don't live in a highly populated city. Do you live like downtown in a high, highly populated city? No, I live in a small, I live on the, in a small town. Okay. So living in that small town, where could you get to within just a few hours in order to just try to hide out? Like, where would you well, head? Well, I, I live on the bayou. So all I'd literally have to do is grab a kayak, just paddle, just, pa- just so get in the just water, get in a boat start, and go and just paddle. Um, and I, I like that he said I have a bug out bag that has like like jerky and stuff and I just grab that and paddle and hope I can last and hopefully it's quick in my area where they just go over like if I just hire like in the woods and stuff hopefully I don't get by bit by any of the poisonous snakes or I run into like uh, any animals but hopefully they go over real quick like they don't do I'm hoping I'm get, I get lucky. And since I don't live in a popular area, they don't do a really thorough, deep search. But no offense, I don't know what their scanners are like. That's true. That's true. But I and would I, assume I, I don't know how good I don't know how good of a cloaking I'd have. But I mean, I'd hopefully we know we know that Arnold Schwarzenegger tactics and just cover myself in mud, to, <laughs> right? Right. And just hope they go by quick. Hopefully, by sorry, my family, but it's, it's there's no time. We we need as many survivors as we can. You're getting turned to hospital. I will continue on the family line, survive. Yeah, and go like. I'll go to the graves every single day. Cause no offense. I did abandon them. <laughs> wow. It was a small kayak. Well, you, no you can only fit so much in a kayak. Um, yeah. So we know that some percentage of the population survives. 
So they don't have the technology to just thoroughly identify where every human is and hunt everybody down. Right. So if they were doing systematically, as you can clearly see in the intro, they're hitting the big cities first. They're hitting the population yeah, centers. Hoping, yeah, that's why I'm hoping that they come to my area last. So I mean, I, I, I may not know something's going on, but it, it may take a while to get in. But anyways, I can always join up with the resistance and I don't know, be like be the carry the ammo back and forth. Bring me my my heat, my clip. Yeah. So but let's I, let's open this up. Yeah, big bills, big big bills, bills big, yeah, big bills. Words are say, hard. What do you think? I don't think, think they necessarily care about searching that in depth because if you remember with the Protheans, they took centuries. They don't care about time. They'll take hundreds of years to do it. It's fine. They'll just take their sweet time. They can outlive us. They can outlive a human. They're like the, the laziest contractors. Really the authority. <laughs> They'll get to it when they get to it. Yeah. So I have yeah, a feeling like, Turbo's going to survive this because he'll be in a place that's remote and kind of on his own, isolated. If I have to live my whole life in hiding, I am fine. I will hide out in a library and just go through the whole book. When I'm an old man and they eventually find me, I'm like, screw you, I'm dead. <laughs> so I think the major, the biggest th- threat to you it's probably coming across some husks, some other individuals that were turned into husks. And now the husks have just been wandering around. Yeah, and that's my big worry. You if see I can like avoid being picked up at first. Yeah. My worry after that is husk and no offense. And that time I just got to find some gun nut in Texas because no offense. That's where I live. They're going to have some advanced weapon. I picked I just picked up and I got conserve the heat. Just cons- conserve my supplies. And I will last. I don't need, I, I'm sorry, but uh, I'm not trained or big or smart enough to help with the resistance unless it's running ammo back and forth. So hopefully Shepard can, yeah. or the U.S. wins, right. or uh, United uh, we get, Systems uh, Alliance. We get where you're they, going. United yeah. Systems Alliance. Right, US, right. Well, it's, it's still USA, so I don't know why. Only the United States wins. <laughs> Everyone else does not. <laughs> yeah, United <laughs> Systems Alliance is USA. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like the U.S. would be more inclined to just nuke the entire country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Have, Reapers yeah. have landed in Vancouver. Use the nukes. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's uh, nuclear war. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're already at worse than that. So what's what's the difference? Um, yeah. Well, OK. I think that seems like a reasonable option in a in a scenario that is highly unreasonable. Reasonable. It's very dangerous and and chaotic. Um any other questions for Turbo on this one? Jay, did you have something? Oh, no, sorry. I was just, uh, oh, hey, guys, sorry. I got booted out. I had to relaunch. Hey, it. welcome back. But, uh, yeah, I, I saw I, I saw the sound pop up, so I didn't know if you had a question. I was just curious if I could go next. I, I'm very excited about this topic. And yeah. I think that's actually a pretty good idea there, Turbo. Yeah, I think if everyone's done asking Turbo some questions, yeah, why don't we roll on to you? What What is your survival plan? Well, I'm like Turbo. I live in a small town. I mean, and you know, I've got kids, so I got kids. I got a family. I also have a bug out bag, and you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a gun owner. I'm. I'll tell you what, though, if Reapers landed and it's it's get my family to safety, and then it's it's going to be helping other people. It's if I'm going to die tired, it's not from running. It's from fighting tooth and nail with everything that I've got. Wow. Okay. So where, what is your and get to safety plan? So where do you go first? Safety plan would probably be 
I, that's a good question. Cause I really don't have one of them. Dang it. I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. I mean, that's the um, first step in your plan. Is I, I think it'll be to just take them, take them as deep into the woods as I can. Okay. So another, Actually, another yeah, get out into them, a remote a, location. I take her, I take my family. There's an abandoned hydroelectric dam about five minute drive from my house with an old powerhouse. It's super off the grid. You, you wouldn't know it's there unless you're looking for it. Okay. So you'd find a, find a place set up and then you'd head back out, see if you could help people. Yeah, absolutely. Would you bring them to your hydroelectric dam home? I would try, but at the same time, that was one of the downfalls of the Protheans is that they were tricked by indoctrinated members of their, well, I guess, I don't know if you call it resistance more as survivors is the indoctrinated survivors actually revealed to the reapers where they were hiding. Yeah. Yeah. But so, being a pagan, cause that's, that's my religion is I'm actually, I'm a pagan. If I die in battle, it's, it's completely okay. I know I'm taken care of. So if right. I can help people and I can help protect people and fight the reapers with everything I've got. So be it. So you're mobilizing the resistance. You are, you will be the, you will be the John Connor of this generation. <laughs> oh yes. I, I am the rebel scum. Nice. Nice. All right. Let's open this up. Who has questions? Who has questions for Spectre? Jay. The, the one question I have is if you know that that hydro dam exists, don't you think other people know and will go there too? Well, yes. That's why you always bring a piece to ensure peace. Okay. But you're uh, in America. Everyone does that. Yeah. <laughs> Weapon of choice. It's, it seems like I, you're going to have some altercation. I, like, I think if, if we were to play this out and everyone doesn't just shoot on sight because they're freaked out or whatever, and everyone shows up and everyone talks it out, there's either we decide to all live here together or there's shootout. I think it's big enough remains. for all of us. I think we can make this work. But then, as you just said, what if one of them gets indoctrinated? Oh, oh, I think I lost you guys. We're, we're still here. We'll still here. He, he, yeah. he said, well, then then you're back to the whole. What if one of them gets indoctrinated? I think this is just one of those things you have to tread because human beings can't live in isolation forever. We, we are communal beings, right? Like we have to work together. You have to learn to trust at least a small group in order to work together to survive. So there's going to be some level of that, right? You just got it's one of those risks you have to take. Plus, most of most of us wouldn't know that we don't have that information going into we have that information because we played the games but from the perspective of somebody on earth like one of us we don't have that we don't know about the protheans and how they were taken out right oh we lost specter j specter j's gone <laughs> seems like he's having some uh, connection issues so all right so mobilizing the resistance and just to touch on what uh specter j said too i feel like a dam would be a bad place because that would be a hard target for at least a repo destroyer like they would go for like power centers and well i think he's saying that it was like broken down or it's just not oh, used okay. anymore so it wouldn't okay. it's not on the grid it would yeah it's just kind of there so yeah less of a target Makes in that sense. case yeah. yeah all right who would like to go next and welcome to genesis genesis showed up hi jen so Hello. I can kind of use my zombie plan. All right. Tell us about your zombie plan. Um, be an American, grab all the guns that you own. 
because you probably own more than you should. It's fine. Uh, jump in the car and go to the most remote place in Canada or Alaska that you can. Like just not start cities, driving. Like, just like north, 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 where it's cold as hell. No one's going to come near you. It's you know the middle of winter. Nothing can really survive. Take your families there and hide and hunker down. And you know, I read the book Hatchet. I remember how that how that went. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. That, so or first question, first yeah. question for you before we get too much further. Yeah. If everybody's panicking if a significant portion of your community takes to the roads, the roads get all backed up. So you're not going to get anywhere very quickly. Yeah. But here's the thing. I can run faster than most of them. It's fine. So you're going to wait, wait. So you're going to get out of your vehicle and just run across the country. Like I'm not that far from the Canadian border. Not anymore. But you're going to hike through the wilderness rather than getting in a vehicle for a little bit, or I'll just drive off road. You know, we saw, uh, Gotta do what you gotta do around here. Okay. Okay. Do you have a vehicle that can do that? Yeah. Okay. So, th- so you got that taken care of. You're going cross country, yeah. off road, for as far as you can. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're heading north. Or if it's in the 2100s. I'm gonna go find the closest ship that I can steal. Yeah, and- I was gonna say. Let's also remember 2100s hover cars. Uh, traffic probably not as bad. Yeah. Uh, in the 2100s. Yeah. But you're talking so, like ship, like get off world. Yeah. And go to one of the, the smaller colony planets and then just go find a cave away from them and hide. So you're heading off planet. Okay. Either heading north off planet. If I can't steal a ship, then I'm going to head north and hide. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I have a feeling a lot of people will be boarding ships and trying to get out that way as well. So uh stealing a ship might be pretty difficult if you're more likely to come across somebody else who's about to leave and then you are like can i get on too and they're like "Mm, yes or no yeah and i live in a kind of populated area so um there'll probably be a reaper there so i might just go north and just hide that makes sense all right like i mean like middle of northern canada like way up there right now once you are at this remote location what do you do next Mm -hmm. Because I know you were going there. Where, where does the story go from here? You just live so you're dead. So are you are you mounting a resistance or like uh, like Specter J? Are you hiding out like Turbo? I'm I'm mounting a resistance against the bears. Against the bears. I, I need to, <laughs> there's, yeah. there's nothing there. It's the whole point. Right. I have an uncle who has lived in Alaska for most of his life, and um, he's hunted bears and caribou and things like that, and then freezes them and eats the whole winter, you know, like that kind of thing. So I picture that this is what you're now doing. Yeah, but that's what I have to do. It'll work because, you know, they're not going to go look in the middle of nowhere, Canada. And if they're going to take forever to kill everyone, I'll be dead by the time they get to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Let's open this up. Who has questions beyond the ones that I've already posed? Anybody have questions on this one? And you poke any holes in this, in this plan or nothing? Sam, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. Um, so if it's 2100s, then you have an Omni tool. I'm guessing that you would be downloading like schematics for uh, emergency wilderness shelters on there, as well as, you know, stocking the fabricator on the Omni tool with necessary tools that you would need uh, and maybe like sealants and adhesive uh, to build these things. 
Yeah, that or, you know, I just try to remember the book Hatchet and just bring that book and just read what they did in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Going old Take school. The and just make your own little thing and burn everything down. Yeah. Cool. All right. Any other questions on this one? Everybody's good. All right. Everyone's good on this one. Well, I'll tell you what, now's a good time for us to go thank our patrons. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to get some of the other plans that haven't been discussed yet. So don't go anywhere. All right. So everybody knows how VPN services and ExpressVPN can protect your privacy and security online, right? But did you know that there are some secret hidden benefits to using ExpressVPN, like unlocking movies and shows that are only available in other countries? So if you're like me, you probably enjoy watching shows on Netflix, for example. Well, with ExpressVPN, you can unlock the UK version of The Office or Parasite from South Korean Netflix. Over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever. Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect, expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this lorecast is mine. I like the sound of that. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our patrons, including everybody who is joining us today, and our newest patron, Dyslexic Mini Painter. Wonderful name. Welcome to the Patreon. I'm so glad that you are here. And we get to shout out our Shepherd and Reaper tier patrons. So our Reaper tier patron, Max T, thank you so much for your support. And our Shepherd tier patrons, Colkishins, Edboy, Kira C, Lieutenant Ticino, That's Specter J, and William. Thank you so much for your support as well. And all 71 of our patrons, thank you all for helping to support this show. Um, if you're interested in joining the Patreon or checking out what's there and see if it's worth signing up to get some of the extra cool stuff, then head over to patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast and check out all the different tiers. Also, we have a new review that came in in this last week. This one is from uh, Pisciata. Pisciata? I don't know how to pronounce words. Uh, from the United States who writes... And out of this world podcast, Robots and N7 have a great podcast here that gets me through my day. The banter between the two makes me feel as if I'm listening to the two people who to two people who love to geek out about video games and just have a good time. I don't know where they get that idea from. Uh, I enjoy the tangents and the fact that the show gets derailed because if it wasn't for that, there would be no excitement. It would literally just be just lore that I can read from a wiki. These two bring it to life with energy and passion. Keep up the great work, guys. I look forward to so much more. They totally get it, Sam. (laughs) 
<laughs> they get it. I, well, considering I'm the lore guy, I don't know how I feel about the the, the wiki comment. But. There's more than just what's in the wiki because he does he does research and pull some other pieces together. But I totally get the whole like it would be dry like reading a wiki kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I get that. And that's not for everyone. Uh, I am one of those Wikipedia <laughs> rabbit hole people. So maybe that's why it works. But right. Yeah. Right. So thank, thank you, you for so much listening to the show. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to drop that review. Also, anybody else who leaves a five star rating with a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out on the future episodes. And um, also, if you listen on Spotify or any other platform where you can rate the show, five star ratings on those would be super helpful as well all of that stuff helps get the show out there and lets other people know it's worth checking out so thank you to everybody for your support let's get on with the rest of the show spit it out or are you trying to build suspense you're so dense sir obviously i do not know as much about human relationships as i thought all right we're back who would like to go next we have a few people who haven't gone yet ed boy g-man genesis who wants to go Anybody brave? Jen? Yeah. Uh, okay. So my, I, I, I was listening to all the ideas and it's all about like getting your guns and running away and trying to like protect yourself or protect your small community that you have uh, going with that. My scenario is a little different than most people. I have a physically disabled daughter, so I'm not running anywhere. I'm going to grab what I need from my house walk the one mile over to where she is at and I'm parking it. Like, I'm going to protect my family and my own and whatever I can do. Wow. So do you feel like the city, the town, wherever you live would be a hotbed for Reaper activity or like a secondary or tertiary kind of place that they would go? No. I mean, I live in a, my town's got like a hundred thousand people. Yeah, it's on the and I'm side. next to a major, uh, major city, but I don't really think that we would be targeted. Right, more like secondary, possibly, or actually, husks I, I know, would be coming in from the main city. Maybe I know the city where uh, Genesis lives, and I think that given the the small military contingency near the airport there, that mm. it could actually be targeted. Uh oh, uh oh, that's true. Yeah. So (laughs) for some reason, the Siri just started talking to me. Whatever, Siri. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's it's coming for us. Um, All right. So so you're hunkering down. What kind of location is this that you're hunkering down in? Uh, In the basement uh, where we've got our setup. So that way it's easy access in and out of the house. Um, But that's where we're at. I'm going to hang out in the basement with my kid. Hang out in the basement. What are you doing for food and supplies? And Well, so that's the really cool part is that my mom um, actually has a garden in the backyard. And so we've got potatoes and squash, cucumbers, zucchini. Uh, we've got like a whole bunch of different food already growing in the backyard just because gardening is fun. Yeah. Well, so, hey, that's a start. Got that. You've got a cat. Uh-huh. So if you need to eat meat. Actually, at that house, we've got two cats and two dogs, <laughs> so that's even more. Oh, man. I'm so sorry to the audience who's like, I can't believe <laughs> Tom said that. But, you know, like the winter gets rough. You might have to make some sacrifices. Like, that's a thing. Get over here, Fluffy. <laughs> All right, Fluffy, it's your turn. Your sacrifice will be remembered. We're really hungry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's open this up. Any other 
questions or thoughts on this one ed boy i think eating my own pets be more mentally scarring than any repo invasion could ever be justify it by saying they're indoctrinated (laughs) i couldn't do it yeah that would be rough it would be that would be very hard Considering I have a cat, I have a tattoo memorializing the first cat that I ever had. Trust me, eating the animals is the last thing on the list. I we would forage for other things is first. This, is this why you purposely bring in one of your family members that you just don't get along with very well, so you can eat them first? I think that's why my stepdad lives there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, now are you fortifying your location? Are like, are you trying to just be quiet and just go under the radar or are you like, what if the husks start creeping around and like, what what do you do? Mm. What if they come in from the big city? You know, like what if, what if the reapers themselves, like the laser beams don't blow your house down or anything, but like there's now husks running around kind of just destroying things and these like mobs or whatever oh yeah i mean we're definitely gonna bunker down the house board up the back completely so that way you know we make access to the house very difficult um uh, i mean yeah that's really all that i can do in this scenario is try to fortify the house as best as possible Mm -hmm. make it so that way access is extremely limited um home is home alone traps all over oh yeah yeah turbo has a question turbo turbo says okay, in, hi in the scenario where like jen stair where you're at the bunker down i have a question would it not be better to not for well have fortification to but in the initial thing just wreck your house as much as possible so when they when you're hiding in the basement they do come by they think no one's here it's a broken down house they keep going and eventually when it passes then you board it up it's like it's like making sure you don't drive your nice car to downtown seattle you take an old beater so nobody breaks into it or if you buy a tv don't throw the box out (laughs) right away wait a little while rip the box up and then throw it i was there like if you get a lot of new technology you put out in the garbage these are like ooh, piggy bank (laughs) right that's totally valid, Turbo. Um, except I'm not going to wreck the house until other stuff has been wrecked first. Because unless, like, if you're looking at the street and all the other houses still look nice and I've got one busted up house, I'm going to be like, there's something wrong with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one stands out. That one's weird. What's going on there? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Any other questions or thoughts? I think I think we're good. No more holes to poke in your thing. Well, I hope you survive, Jen. <laughs> all right ed boy you want to go next or g-man uh i guess i'll go next all right what's your plan oh, i mean well first of all i'm i wouldn't have access to guns since i'm in california so the closest i would have is this that's <laughs> a nerf gun is that what that is yeah 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 i don't know that uh, that's it, gonna kill any anybody it'll, it'll annoy them i don't know about the guns though because like if if all hell broke loose 
the guns exist. They're somewhere in California. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm positive yeah. that government agencies now, like National Guard Armories would start just handing them out to volunteers. There is a gun shop like down the road for me. Yeah. Also, now that I think about it. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, but, I uh, agree. I don't think you already have to have one in your home. I think they're probably going to be fairly easy to come by, even if you have to take them from the unfortunate people who didn't survive. It'll be like the Russians in World War II. You just run into the battlefield and just pick up a weapon off the ground and then yeah. keep going, you know? I I think outside of that, though, um, I would probably just use my army tool for, like, tactical cloak and, I guess, just, uh, like, roam around, scavenge, just stay away from major cities. So you'd be like a just, nomad. You're thinking, like, so. nomadic survival. This is strong... Would, Book of Eli vibes. Book of Ed Boy. <laughs> Book of Ed Boy. <laughs> I, I would definitely tell stories of the Ed Boy. <laughs> I would I would definitely get out of California because everything around here would be like a major target. Just about. Yeah. Well, if you're near any of the like the three major cities, like the city yeah, areas, like, I'm like an hour away from Los Angeles, maybe less. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but there is but, a lot of there is a lot of like open land once you yeah. get out of the city, right? Like you yeah. could get out into the mountains or, the, you know, wherever. Um, And then you'll probably be less likely to get hunted down there. Yeah. Then just. I know. I, I guess I'll just hide from any husk or any repo I come across. Yeah, that makes I'll sense. Just hope, hope for the best. Okay. Any questions for this one? Anybody? Yeah, I was going to say, how do you plan to get around if you're near Los Angeles? And I know traffic is already insane there. So given Reaper invasion, it would be gridlocked. Like no one would be getting anywhere. I I would definitely walk. Um, I would probably use like the um, like storm drains and stuff that we have to just like get to places without worrying about any traffic or any other people. But as you pointed out, there are flying cars and yes. hover cars. Oh, that is true. So it's, it's, how bad is traffic going to actually be at that point? I'd like to imagine that Los Angeles is still stuck in like the 21st century <laughs> <laughs> or, or all the hover cars have to stay within certain lanes and then they just can't move out of the lanes. Honestly, they, I could see it. They were they were still required by like a law passed in 2025 that required every single vehicle to be an electric vehicle. So that excluded hover cars. <laughs> <laughs> or the the grid gets turned off and every car only has like 200 mile radius like range and then they all just run out of battery and you can't fill them back up anymore yep <laughs> like oh no it's not like you can just get fuel somewhere nope yep it's done all right any other questions for ed boy the book of ed boy i like it i like it um we have a new participant it says max's iphone is your name max Yes, it is. It is. It is I trip. I do apologize. Can you hear me? Is yes, we can. Right? Yes, we can. We can hear you. Yes. Welcome to and the show. Right, perfect. Trip is you, our Reaper tier patron. Yeah, there we go. I am. Yeah. Sometimes people's thank names you. and things on their on their Zoom don't match anything we've seen anywhere else. So I have to I have to double check. Plus, you can update that if you want to update it with us. Uh, I do, but I do use it for uh, business. So I, I keep it for as I don't use trip because it's just a nickname. So I don't try to use it on Zoom as much. Um. Got it. Uh, again, thank you for having me. And again, I apologize. I don't have my phone. I would have been on my laptop, but there's some issues with that. 
Yeah, no problem. So we're talking about what your plan would be when the Reapers come, what you personally would do to survive. And we're down to G-Man and you now that you're here. G-Man, do you want to go next? And we'll give Max some time to think about this. G-Man, what's what's your plan? Uh, uh, Mine's not going to be too different from everybody else's. I'm going to grab a rifle and I live in suburban Oklahoma, so it's not really a population center. Um, You're pretty out there. There's a couple... Yeah, there's a there's a couple forests nearby that I'd probably try and forge into. I'd really try and get my hands on a lancer before going there because you know no ammo to worry about. Um, then uh, once I made sure that because I'd be trying to make sure you know immediate family is secure, so like pretty much my sister's family and my parents and stuff like that. Um, after that, I'd probably look for the closest military unit and try and join up with a resistance, which would probably be like Fort Sill. Uh, we have that in like Southern Oklahoma. Okay. So I'd probably try and assuming it's still standing, I'd probably try and like help some way, shape or form, you know? Yeah. Or that anybody's even still there by the time you were to get your family together to safety, they'd probably have issued Mm -hmm. out all the soldiers to wherever they needed to go in order to fight back. So um, I have a feeling you could probably just look in the distance to where the wow and the gigantic, uh, you know, machines (laughs) falling out of the sky were and just head in a direction and you'd probably find people trying to fight back against them. Probably. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, But yeah, that that would most likely be my plan. Okay, so get people to safety and then join up and, you know, fight back, become yeah. the resistance. Yeah, living, living in Tornado Alley, I already have pretty much an evacuation plan anyway because, you know, yeah, tornadoes can drop at any moment's notice, so we always have like a three-day bag set up and all that good stuff. Um, so it really just be the same thing except, you know, you're dealing with husks and potentially reapers too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those uh, tornadoes are big out there. Like here, yeah. a tornado in Florida, we get hurricanes, which are gigantic, but then they bring tornadoes. But the tornadoes are like, I don't know, at their, at their widest, they're like, I don't know, three feet, four feet across. They can do yeah. a lot of damage, but they're very like pinpoint damage. Whereas what you're dealing with is like gigantic monster hurricanes. Or I mean, yeah. tornadoes. Yeah. So kind of similar to the amount of destruction that a reaper would drop on an area. Yeah, just a... Just a- bit uh smaller well reapers would be bigger i mean obviously right right but still just <laughs> uh, kind of massive out yeah. of nowhere kind of surprise mm-hmm. thing um yeah okay let's open this up who has any questions for g-man we're talking oklahoma taking people to safety joining up on the resistance Sam, i have a question go for it yeah. would you set aside your differences with the state of texas <laughs> in this in this, in this scenario <laughs> Texas is like our, like our sibling. We, we hate each other from the external route, but you know, if, if push came to shove, we'd be all right. Right. You get along when, when things really like their younger brother, you just got a chip on our shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm sure parts of Texas would be super busy with reapers, you know, places like Austin, like those cities. Yeah, absolutely. But then there are wide swaths of Texas that just, there's not a whole lot there. So, well, yeah. I just thought of a weird thing. So, can the Reapers detect guns and weapons? And if so, do they just say, screw this and go for the US first? <laughs> well, we're, 
we're talking in the future. Every every place has a military. So even if even if the individual people have guns, it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily like if they were doing a readout like statistic wise on which countries were most dangerous just because more of the average population has guns doesn't mean that we're going to outweigh say the entire military of russia and and also we learn from the lore that the reapers target population centers okay so it's not like humans wage conventional war where our tactics are designed to strong arm the other side into surrendering because they can no longer wage war. Uh, so that means targeting military industrial complex sectors. Yeah, that's that is also part of the Reapers MO. But first and foremost, it's population centers. It's total war. It's killing civilians and everyone okay. indiscriminately. Yeah. Okay. I also, I also have to wonder if like the kinds of arms that even in the that even in the future, the kinds of arms that you would hold in your hands would be as much of a thing that they worry about as opposed to uh, vehicles and large automated weapons platforms. That's true. I just think, like, no, like, Americans in general, like, have more guns than most of the world. Yeah, like, uh, like on a per person basis, yes. But if, uh, again, if you add up the military might of, say, uh, tanks and aircraft and, and, uh, you know, the ocean stuff, like, and the amount of firepower that you can put on a tank or a very large ship, like the small arms fire coming from the American population is probably, probably kind of minuscule. Like you're not going to dent a Reaper with a, with a little handgun. Like it's not going to do a whole lot. Um, so I I think that's what the husks are for ultimately is to deal with the, the individual populist kind of thing yeah and i have you know, to i, I feel like the reapers don't really care what happens we're, yeah to, to the hut like they don't care what happens to the husk as long as they just overwhelm the enemy no. right like that's yeah that's what they, they're there for just overwhelm overwhelming force kind of thing yeah yeah all right so we're we're up to max max you're gonna round this out you're our last one. Oh, oh boy i mean and i say that because I've never thought about the topic. Like I've thought about the empire. I've thought about like transformers, uh, <laughs> other universe. Like I've never fully like said, Oh man, you know, what would I do if the reapers came? I mean, I live in an area that's surrounded with a heavy populace. So probably maybe a rough estimate. Don't take my word. Probably 300,000, 200,000 people just in the area I live in mm-hmm. it. So it's like, I'm screwed either way. I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. Oh, you can I say apologize. you can say whatever you want. That's fine. Oh, okay. I I just remember sometimes trying is not a lot, but um. Yeah, either good. way, uh, I'm done for. I mean, if I can survive, but I would try to get my family out the best I can, move them out because I live in the Midwest. We have fields everywhere. Yeah, it's there's forest, there's fields. We can we can adapt and survive. But move out, try to find guns because we don't have guns in our family. We don't like. It's not that we don't support them, but anyways. Yeah, some people just don't have get, them. That's, move on. That's just a thing. Sure. Exactly. Some people just don't have. Them. Um, but we would just move on, keep trying to move out and get safer out of that heavily populated area. Cause like you guys said, they go for the heavy populated stuff. They want to take as much as they can weaken the enemy as swiftly as they can. And it, and it's clear in the lore. I mean, and it's very clear in the games. We all saw what they could do. Um, and just like you guys said, go to guerrilla warfare. I mean, that's with an enemy that's just like that. That's all you can really do. You can just try to move from place to place and survive. Cause it's just, 
it's a miracle that Shepard was able to pull off in the established floor what he did or they did you know yeah. it is and it's just it's just survival at that point it's going place to place resistant hit and runs guerrilla warfare and i think because just looking at america i think we would adapt very well to that because that's what our military was born on so i think we would be able to th- not thrive clearly we wouldn't be able to thrive but i think the civilian pop would be able to easily learn it and we would be somewhat not as screwed as the rest of the world. Yeah, I think in my opinion, we keep bringing up America and a lot of us have guns and all that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. The the flip side of that coin is that almost 70 percent of our population is now overweight and yeah. like total like soup, not just overweight, but like physically not in good shape. And I mean, it's one thing to carry extra weight on you. It's another to be mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody who jogs regularly or goes to the gym. Right. Um, so a significant portion of our population would really have to get into shape real quick. <laughs> like, like if, if, a lot if of exercise, not a lot of food, I think it's yeah, going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's one thing if the, you know, if the husks are coming at your, your house and you're shooting out the windows of your house at the husks, right? Like you don't, you're not running anywhere. It's um, right. I've shot guns before that can still be exhausting if you do it for a while because of the way that the guns push right, on your body absolutely. and, and it, it can wear you out. But, if you Absolutely, have to yeah. get out in the field, if you are part of the resistance and you are running and moving and th- there are going to be people who just can't get away because they can't run for more than a block. Oh, yeah. You know, I, won't, so, I won't doubt that a minute. Yeah. So but, I, I think that's the flip side of it. Is, mm-hmm. I think that's the flip side of it is that like there is going to be a significant portion of the population, even if we have guns that just don't survive the initial onslaught because they physically can't. That seems like an issue, right? Like, I, I don't know. Just That's something to consider. Why I call the Reapers natural selection sometimes <laughs> when I play through the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh. some people are just going to get hit by laser beams or whatever. But, you know, it's <laughs> one thing when your town's burning and everyone's got to run into the woods. Like, how far are you going to get if you haven't been keeping in shape? I'll talk a little bit about this when I go into my plan. But I wanted to ask Trip, what programs would you download to your Omni tool? so that it would make that kind of guerrilla warfare uh, more feasible. Oh, boy. I'm going to be real honest with you. I'm not that deep in a lore like that. I'm still learning that. So I can't even begin to tell you what I could program into an Omni tool. So I would defer and ask for your suggestion on that one. Why don't we move into that, Sam? What What's your plan and, and what are you teasing here? Okay, so I've been thinking about this like the whole time, right? And I think my plan would be to become a, um, like a wartime correspondent, you know, since that's <laughs> okay. already where my skill set is. <laughs> right. Right. And I would download, uh, two programs primarily onto my Omni tool in the event of not just a Reaper invasion, but any invasion where I would need to move around and, and be able to get my job done. Um, number one, recording software, of course, which would be pretty simple, pretty ubiquitous in the 2100s. I'm sure you could get a whole suite of editing software and whatnot on your Omni tool. It's probably, you're probably AI that just edits it for you. Yeah, Yeah. right. Exactly. Number two, uh, uh, the tactical cloak, which we know exists, Mm -hmm. uh, because if you can record and if you can get around places that has not just a visual tactical cloak, but let's say it has, it masks heat signatures as well. That'd be very uh, useful. Um, as well as number three, it, it already exists. You can make it now. And I can't even imagine how advanced it would be by 2180 
an, uh, a personal EMP device. If you have a backpack with all your equipment and your Omni tool, which you can, I'm assuming, take off and put in the backpack, which I could line with copper to become a Faraday cage, right? Mm-hmm. And you have your own EMP device that could give you the split second that you need to escape if you are discovered by Reaper forces, because a lot of them, as we know, are not just organic, but they're synthetic too. Right. And a strong enough, limited enough EMP in a small area, I'm guessing is going to disorient them enough that you might be able to get away. Um, so those are three tools that, that I would use. And my plan would be like almost like guerrilla warfare to pop into situations, to pop into areas where things are going on, record, uh, document and interview people and then share that through old technology at the time, which would be available communications and infrastructure of like FTL comms that would certainly be targeted, but Reapers cannot eliminate every radio wave yeah radio frequencies would totally be all over the place anybody with a a, like an old radio which i'm sure there would still be people who use those things and collect them a lot of that old tech never really goes completely out of fashion right exactly so 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 you could revert back to old tech with radio waves and uh you know have a ham radio and be informing the of the public basically of what's going on because people with no information about what's going on during a wartime people with no clue whether or not their cousin in oklahoma might be alive yeah are a lot more prone to give up and are a lot more prone um to to make terrible decisions without without that uh steady source of information coming in and and not just that but it would be you know, from a high, highly idealistic point of view, a, a way of fighting the war that I could in my own way of uh, disseminating the truth when it's constantly under barrage, um, you know, communications knocked out and uh, this enemy who who really just wants to demoralize you and, and make you keel over dead anyway. Yeah. Giving people hope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, we scored a victory over here. You may not have known because it was 300 miles away, but we did. Exactly. And, and, and maybe one of those things that I would do is, is it's mentioned in the lore. I believe I don't think this is part of the mods that I download. I download a ton of mods that integrate lore. But I uh-huh. think this is part of the established lore that Reapers had like almost POW camps where they would round up people in Canada, at least in Vancouver. And it turned out that within those camps, and I might be conflating two different ideas, maybe this happened in colonies, but it happened with people in Mass Effect. And it turned out that the occupants, the prisoners of those camps would lie. They would not tell the Reapers the correct information about, you know, who was actually plotting against them and that kind of thing. And it was it was very. um you know, uh, emblematic of like the fighting spirit, right. Of survivors. Yeah. And to be able to tell those stories, to go into those camps, you know, cloaked, record it and tell those stories, it would give hope and, uh, inspiration, almost like positive propaganda, right. To, yeah. uh, to the rest of the populace. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, this makes sense. Cause this is a thing that has happened in wars for, you know, through the 20th century, 21st century now. I was going to say, uh, and seven off of what you were saying with the camp, the spires weren't some of the spires I thought in the lore used to like bring powerful people of the populace of the planet in to like try to sway the local populace to uh, submit. I thought I read or heard through one of the videos, 
like the spire in uh london and that when you were talking about the camp it kind of made me think about that and it brings the other side of humanity which is immediately oh we're done we give up and we surrender and how much of us will immediately just turn yeah, a lot and- a lot of it is a mind game it looks like with the reapers a lot of it is so built on instantly um discouraging and demoralizing any kind of resistance so that they can go about their harvest as quick and painless as possible. Uh, but you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> so uh, much like um, someone else here had right. said that, you know, if, if we're going to die, then we're going to die and then I'm going to go out swinging. And uh, uh, basically, you know, it's a constant mind battle. And if you can give people hope, if you can remind them that there are other people like them that are going through this kind of thing, not only are they going to be more informed, um, but at least, you know, the truth won't die. Yeah. That's a very noble thing. Also also very Mm -hmm. dangerous. You're going to be out there, uh, you know, Oh yeah. I would fully expect to die. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. I'm not, I'm not delusional. Totally. Like I, I would 100% expect to die at some point. Um, but you know, the, by the time you get the broadcast out, it's too late. It doesn't matter if they kill you. Yeah. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the point. You can't kill an idea, right? The reapers can't even kill an idea. They can try, they can try and indoctrinate people, but it's been proven that the, the more aggressive tactics that they have with indoctrination, the least, the less useful the subject becomes Mm. faster. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of in their prerogative not to, go full uh full court blitz with everyone all the time right don't push too hard well, makes sense um i think i i like the idea of getting off the planet <laughs> myself um just from a survival perspective finding or having a my own ship i mean i'm sure people had their own personal craft to get off planet right like that's a thing that could be a thing i don't know yeah, but I, my sense of it is that there would be other locations nearby that not only could you, if you could get off the planet safe enough, let's say you have your own vehicle and you're able to get off, but you could go to some other locations nearby and drum up support and bring more people back because there are other colonies and there are many that are probably within travel distance that aren't too far. And to be able to be in service in that way, bringing more resistance back to the planet and bringing supplies back to people who are hunkered down in their own little cities and those kinds of things and trying to manage that. I think that's, that's probably where I would go. Um, something that N7 said kind of made me think of something that I noticed nobody else, I, no one else mentioned it. What would you do to keep yourself from getting indoctrinated or like, checking to see if you yourself are indoctrinated. I'd like to think that indoctrination is somewhat similar to cyber psychosis, right? So maybe like a high level of empathy, I would, <laughs> would act as like a guard against becoming indoctrinated. Maybe I, I, I would also assume that the majority of the population doesn't even know that's, that's a thing. That's so, a good point too. So like by the time you realize that's a thing and that's happening, it's probably too late. Yeah can't be indoctrinated if you're not around anybody so just stay by yourself <laughs> live by yourself well this is a lot of fun everybody we, we're at the end of the show we need to start wrapping this up um thank you for joining 
us and thank you for all these fun ideas. This was a fun thought experiment. We're going to go back through and feel free to share any projects or things you want to shout out or if you're creating content or whatever and ways people can check that out. Otherwise, you can just say, cool, thanks for being here and this is how you can reach out to me or whatever. We'll start with Turbo, Turbo Toboggan. Back to you, buddy. I know you always say you're not doing anything. You do anything? Uh, not really, no. Cool. Nothing podcasty and stuff. I'm doing stuff in real life. But, um, and you can reach from the Discord. Turbo Toboggan on the Discord. Thanks for joining us again. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> okay. I missed. Well, I think I missed a couple episodes, but not like Cyberpunk. But you, I will. Any episode I can make, I will make it. Awesome, awesome. Well, we appreciate it. Ed boy, you got other stuff going on. Oh, Mike just joined us. Maybe we'll get through this real quick, and then we'll get Mike's take on things. Mike, welcome. We're just wrapping up, but we'll get to you. Hello. The topic is what is what do you do to prep for the Reaper invasion, like on a personal level. Be thinking about that. We're going to get through everybody's goodbyes and then we'll then you can chime in with what your plan is. Ed Boy, thanks for joining us. You got anything you want to share? Thank you. Uh, no, I'm just on the Discord trying my crazy Mass Effect ramblings. Okay, awesome. And then Big Bills, thanks for joining us also. Yeah, thank you. I don't, I don't have anything really going on. I will try to get a picture of my matching uh, Battle Turtle buddy. Uh, sure, and onesie with my daughter whenever Aww. she's awake and we're actually moving. I'll try to get that and put it in the Discord so people can see how amazing those shirts and onesies are. Oh, I want to see it. I bet it's super cute. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, thank you guys. Have a good night. All right. Thanks. Yeah. And G Man, you got anything you want to share? Uh, nah, I'm just, uh, thanks for having me on. And I'm just G Man on the Discord. I'm always gaming talk mass effect. So, I'll see you guys there. Awesome. And Genesis, I know you've got stuff. I do. I have two things. Uh, the Two Girls, One Ship podcast where we analyze, rate, and review video game romances. We are still talking Mass Effect 3 characters. I think we're going on four months now. Uh, we also recently had Mark Mir on the show. Wow. So that's freaking awesome. That's great. So please go listen to that interview with him. Uh, and then my other show, the Cyberpunk Lorecast, uh, the Foundations of the Past, State of Night City Today, and the News <clears throat> of the Future. And we also just got really big news. We're getting more news about Phantom Liberty and uh, Danger Gal dossier is right around the corner for the tabletop. And I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Uh, so. New news, what, in June, I think is the plan? For mm -hmm. the for the expansion At for twenty seventy seven, the summer games, the summer games, we're actually going to get a uh, live play video footage, and yeah. I cannot wait. It's for about that. time. It's been a while, but uh, it seems like they've patched things up pretty good, and so we can expect some good things. I would hope. Awesome. They also planned it out perfectly because it's the day after my birthday, so it's like my birthday present it's like is on news about Phantom Liberty. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, go check out Jen's shows. Those are also available at robotsradio.net, so if you forget what they were and you want to just look through, I'm sure you'll find them again over there. And Max, thank you for joining us. you have anything you want to share? Absolutely. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. I apologize. I keep doing it. You're totally, it's totally fine. It's, this is, it's a Zoom call. This is what happens. <laughs> um, no, just you can find me on the Discord. I got nothing really going on. Just I work a lot, so I don't text as much as I should. But I am active when it's important. So thank you guys for having me on. Totally get it. Absolutely. And then Mike, Mike joined us. Mike, what is your survival plan? What are you gonna hey, do? I uh, I'm Mike. I'm the guy who didn't know what time this started. Uh, and, uh, my plan, if the Reapers invade is to just hole up at the Winchester, grab a pint and wait for the whole thing to blow over. 
do you think that you'd be like using your musical knowledge and skills in, in any yeah. way in your plan? Definitely not. As uh, as is the case with all of us artists and anything apocalyptic, we're the first ones to go. So I'm gonna find <laughs> it, yeah, find my find a way to make myself useful. If anything, I'm a huge nerd who needs to know how everything works. So I would get indoctrinated immediately the moment I see any any like black obsidian looking uh, amulet <laughs> or or uh, you know idol looking thing. I'm like, well, I gotta you know, get eyes on this thing. And then next thing you I know, should touch it, murdering my family. Well, you know, if we go back to like militias and old timey kind of uh, military groups, because the population's dwindling and we're just kind of, you know, ragtagging people together. Often they had a musical component, like a drummer or a horn yeah. player or a flute, a flautist. That's what I'm saying. And I, I would be, you know, the guy putting out things through the radio waves. So maybe we could meet up and and you give me your best rendition of like sexy sax man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, if uh, if the Reapers uh, do take us out so much that we don't even have radio technology anymore, then there will be a place for me in the uh, in the apocalypse. That's awesome. Well, I think it's promising because as far as I know, they would not be able to eliminate all radio waves on Earth. So, nice. yeah, that would be very difficult because they're electromagnetic waves. Like, I don't I don't know what technology you'd have. Mm, we'll have to speculate on that one. I don't think you could EMP the entire planet. No. And I think that would prevent themselves from operating. Right. That's not going to happen. All right. But uh, Mike, thank you for that idea. That's that's super fun and uh, funny to think about. Uh, do you have anything you want to share? Anything going on? Nope. 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 All right. Well, I'm glad you made the end. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't make it earlier. Yeah, it's usually nine o'clock when sorry, we do probably this. Probably my fault. It's, I haven't been here in like a year, so. <laughs> it's, it's fine, but I'm guys. glad you're back. And uh, Thank you to everybody who's in chat and everybody hanging out and listening to the show at home or at work or in your car or wherever. Um, we'll be back. Sam and I will be back next week. Same time we usually are. So that's 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Friday. And uh, until then, have a wonderful rest of your week and stay safe out there. Sam, do you have any other thoughts or things you want to share? Yeah, I'm uh, streaming Mass Effect 3. I'm my God, I'm like almost finished with Mass Effect 3. You wouldn't even believe it. I'm like 12 hours in maybe. And I've just finished Tyrannic. This is with neutral shepherd who doesn't give a damn uh, about anything. Jeez. And so <clears throat> the end is going to be very exciting. I'm almost done. I'm thinking like the next stream or maybe two streams from now. So within the next couple of weeks, if you're hearing this, I will be completing my neutral shepherd run and I anticipate the ending is going to be fucking horrendous. So you'll want to see it. Um, you'll, it'll be a total train wreck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, that'll be great. And then my next Mass Effect playthrough, you'll want to stick around for that, too, because there's a Mass Effect randomizer mod. Oh, I love randomizers. And it randomizes cutscenes too. Oh, that is super weird. So it pairs models of characters up with the voices that that are not them oh, and God. it's, it's going to be amazing um does it stay consistent nice. like if morden sounds like garris does morden always sound like garris no or i don't just... think there's continuity oh so that's I even weirder yes so i think it's truly random and it'll be amazing uh but yeah you can find me on twitch at in seven legends same handle on twitter
Awesome. Yeah. And we do this show on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash robots radio. And uh, I, I'm going to start streaming some more games again. I, I streamed a little bit earlier today. I've been I've been spending too much time working and not having enough fun. So I'm going to play some games, hang out and chat with people. And so if you want to come by and just chat about whatever, just follow the channel and look for notifications because I don't have a regular schedule, but I, I might be doing it on occasion. So come hang out. But thanks for being here. Stay safe out there and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.